everybody. Welcome to Rock and Roll Shinsu Chu. This is episode number 91. My name is Gabe Estel. I'm here with my co-hosts, Dennis Levi Leach and Jonathan Getz. How's it going, fellas? Good. <laughs> all right. All right. Good. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. So tonight, um, we're going to dig right in here. And tonight, this is a B-side episode. So we haven't done one of these in a while. And what a B-side episode is, is it's sort of a... A shorter episode where we take a take a stab at sort of a narrower topic, um, and this one is particularly close to our hearts tonight. Sort of a part two, if you will, to a previous B side that we had about three years ago. So back in 2015, we shared our thoughts on one of our favorite bands, the Black Crows' breakup, uh, which unfortunately played out in the press, etc. And the band was just about to celebrate their 25th anniversary um, when that breakup announcement was made. A lot's happened in Crow's World since that episode three years ago. Uh, Rich Robinson released a notable solo record, Flux. Uh, Steve Gorman, drummer Steve Gorman, moved to big-time sports radio on Fox Sports. Chris Robinson has continued his voyage with the Chris Robinson Brotherhood. And, unfortunately, we lost the great Crow's keyboardist, Eddie Harsh, back in late 2016. But perhaps the most exciting development emerged when Rich Robinson, former guitarist Mark Ford, and bass player Sven Pippian reunited to form the Magpie Salute, a big old collection of musicians celebrating the music of the Crows, as well as a forum to highlight Rich and Mark's respective solo work. The Magpie Salute, however, are not the only folks singing Crows tunes right now. Recently, Chris embarked on his own Crows venture, As the Crow Flies which consists of former Crows Audley Freed, Andy Hess, Adam McDougall, and promising young guitar upstart Marcus King. Tonight, we'll share our thoughts on all these happenings and help you navigate this post-breakup mad, mad world for us Black Crows fans. All right, fellas. So, again, as I mentioned in the intro, a lot has happened uh, in those few years, so certainly there hasn't been any shortage of news. Um... I want to. I'll just ask you guys now because we've we've talked a lot about Magpie Salute on this podcast. Obviously, I think it's safe to say all three of us are fans. Um, and then this tour that Chris went on as the crow flies started uh, a couple or about a week ago. Got a few hand a handful of shows under their belts. So I wanted to see what you guys' thoughts were on this. Anybody want to chime in? I'll, 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 I'll start. Yeah. Gabe, you sent the uh, set list, one of the first set lists from As the Crow Flies earlier this week via text, and I looked at it, and I thought it was a a, a set list from the sold out tour from circa 1999. Which, for those of you who don't know, the sold the the Crows have always been a band that changed their set list pretty frequently. But for a little over a year there, much to our chagrin, um, they did not. Uh, and they were playing just kind of the same set list uh, most nights or saw just set lists that varied very little. And it was kind of sort of a, at least from a live perspective, kind of a disappointing era for many fans. Sorry, just throwing that in there. No, I, but I, assume, actually, I, I think... assume most of the people who listen to this will know <laughs> what well, maybe we're not. Maybe, about. maybe not. But actually, I, I wouldn't yeah. mind taking a quick step back to, let's go back to that time in 99. Okay. And, and By sure. Your Side came out. And yeah. we were genuinely excited about it, and rightfully so, because this was the first album post uh, Three Snakes. Um, yeah, after after losing two, two longtime members, too. You know? Right. 
Right. Yeah. 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 And so you didn't know what's what's gonna you know be this next step and and you know Three Snakes is one of my favorite records of all time and yeah and so I mean they could have put out you know an album of Hanson covers at the time and we probably would have eaten <laughs> it up and yeah. um uh, so, and we did we did eat up by your side uh, yeah initially and then it kind of started to settle in and and you go back to it and and you start to recognize the only a fool and and the horse head and for for kind of what they can be what they are or aren't and uh and suddenly <laughs> suddenly uh reality starts to set in um and and we we see him on tour and we're, we're checking this is like what one of the um, first times that we we could track, I think, a tour online and and, and track the set list online. Sure. This was, like sure. I said, ninety nine, and and so we were checking the message boards for the set list, and and yeah, something happened where we would we would only get excited if they changed. <laughs> we would only find reason to get excited if they changed like two or three songs at some point in the set. From it was all over. Yeah, it was all over the message boards too. Like all yeah. longtime fans were like, "What the fuck is going what, on?" What was the website? Yeah. It was blackcrows.net, right? Blackcrows.net, which is still which is still active. Um, well, I shouldn't say it's it's still alive. Um, you know, it gets generates about three posts every four months. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, well, you know, I remember one I used to go to was like crowsbase.com. Yeah, like all the set lists. Yeah, that's yeah, still that active. Was still, that's still active, yeah, and they they include all like those the solo and side projects in there as well. Um, yeah, it's a good site. Uh, you know, Jonathan, what you described to me sounds like when you're talking about by your side the Phantom Menace effect, if you will, <laughs> um, which also came out in 1999. So there were two major disappointments in my life in 1999. Um, you know, just yeah, everybody was pretty jazzed for that when it came out, and then. Yep. Uh, you're like, oh, huh, on second viewing, uh, okay, <laughs> on third viewing, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I agree. The I agree. Yeah. And and yeah, and seeing them on that tour, sure they rocked and everything, but something was something was sure. definitely different. And it's very uh, different. Yeah, yeah, we were having to kind of settle. So yeah. So that that's a that's a flashback to '99, and that's the the set list you sent me on on Monday was. Was what I, I thought I was um, uh, seeing, uh, and and it was, I guess not totally surprising, but still a little disappointing. Yeah, yeah. I can't tell if that's your cat objecting to or defending the nineteen ninety nine set list. Yeah, um. yeah, yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> Marla's. Yeah, yeah. She's like, this is bullshit. Marla you know, no. There should be yeah. no wiser time without Rich. Right, right. Yeah, it was weird. It was because, yeah, like Chris right now changes his, I mean, you know, his project. You know, that's pretty, pretty jammy and free form. Go ahead, Levi. I'm sorry. I I was going to say, you know, the album right after that, Lions, is kind of bittersweet for me because I really like it a lot. There's some really good songs, I think, on that record. And I like Oddly and I like his playing on that record. Yeah, Yeah. And, um, I don't know. I hate now that it's all come down to, you know, taking sides. But you don't. You don't have to take sides. No, it's no. I mean, but like, you know, I think, you know, I think in an interview, maybe Rich has already said, you know, like, you know, his best argument is I've got Mark Ford. Right. 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 You know, it's tough to, you know, it's tough to compete with that. Um, 
that era of the crows where it was just all seemed fm single coke fueled like kicking my heart around man kicking my heart around and then what was the one go faster and then just it was like they they worked with a producer named kevin shirley as well and he he had worked with aerosmith during that era and 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 I, I I don't mean that as a compliment because Aerosmith like it's just it sounded way too slick and polished and it's super they were they're super yeah. polished that Nine yeah. Lives record I'm not sure if he was the one that did that but that's I think he did around that yeah. same era um yeah it was just super polished and then the like to me those two songs that I mentioned just the go faster and kicking my heart around just come off as like the worst fucking mail it in like stones and impersonations and granted you know the the crows have always had that you know people have always said they're kind of imitating the stones or whatever but like those two songs on that record basically sound like it was just like hey let's write something that sounds like the crow or the stones and get it on the radio well by your side sounds exactly like tumbling dice true the song (laughs) the song by your side yeah yeah Yeah. um yeah you know and and Levi, you like Lions more than I do. I, w- I would say there's, there's that that album was a slight return to form. Um, it's a little more psychedelic, obviously. Um, and that, that's the part I'm drawn to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I well, well, that said, um, we bring this up because, as Jonathan had mentioned, the As the Crows Flies set list so far have been have been pretty stale you know they've only like swapped out a couple tunes and they're you know they're 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 relatively short shows too it looks like you know obviously i'd assume wiser times it looks like it's like still like 15 minute you know song live um but the yeah it was it was a project i had some skepticism around anyway just because i i i mean obviously chris is the only person that truly knows why he's doing it but um it all seemed like kind of a petty response to Magpie Salute because you can go back a few months prior to that as the crow's crow flies kicking off and Chris says in interviews like, oh, I don't really have any desire to play Black Crow's music. You know, that's, you know, and in my past that it's like, hmm, okay. Um, and then this tour gets announced uh, and it sounds like it's just going to be a one-shot thing. I mean, well, I mean, yeah, they, they have like summer tours booked separately, right? Marcus King and... Uh, and Chris Seattle Robinson Brother. Yeah, they've... They've they've got you know a, a host of dates for both of those acts, um, and you know the guitar tandem that he's put together with Audley and Marcus King, two two good guitarists. You know, um, oh, I mean, yeah. I, obviously I'm I'm much more familiar with Audley's work, but I really like that Marcus King record uh, came out a couple of years ago, and I like his voice a lot. Um, seeing the set list though, only. It soured me even more on it, you know. I was like, like I said, I was skeptical going into it, just the motivation behind it all. And now, when I saw the set list, I'm like, oh, that's that's fucking lame. I don't, you know. I don't, yeah, let's yeah. throw yeah. deep deep cuts. Throw some deep fan faves on there, or something. I mean, all those guys are capable musicians, you know. I mean, I I, I mean, Chris brought well, part of me wondered though. From- I was gonna say, part of me wondered: Are they playing some of that sold-out era stuff? Because that's the era that, like, oddly knows best. As because they have had super limited time to rehearse. And they have, in. yeah. And and I'll give them that. You know, it's it's certainly um, 
you know, that's that's probably not even if you are a skilled musician, as all those cats are, um, that's that's hard to do when you're in the middle of other projects and things. Yeah, like that. Oddly, basically hasn't played those songs in almost what? 15 but he's or a pro. Years. Oddly knows yeah. how to play all yeah. the songs. Yeah, he yeah. Uh, yeah. he he knows. Uh, well, yeah, um, yeah, I, I I think so. It's just it's just weird. Um, but but Chris went on the record as saying that he knows. I think Levi, you pointed this out that um, that Chris knows what what the audience wants to hear, and that you know they aren't going to go out there and just play all these B sides that nobody's ever heard True. before. And so, in essence, it's going to be a hits tour. And so he he said that from the get go. Well, the Magpie Salute, however, I, I obviously I think it's a much more organic project, and um, I mean they 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 played like two hundred like two hundred songs last year. Oh yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, granted, they've got they've got more time under their belts, um, but I like their approach. They were like, even if it wasn't totally polished, even if like it wasn't totally ready, they kind of did it anyway, you yeah. know. Um, and they did dig really deeply, actually, into the catalog, like with songs like the Crows only played like a handful of times. I'm talking some tunes like like Pastoral that were played like like two or three times mm-hmm. by the Crows, um, and they just did it you know they just dived in and now you know they've got a new record coming out and it's um it's become it's become its own thing you know it it, and um i'm really really excited about the future of that band whereas as the crow flies i'm i'm just skeptical and then also i guess just sort of indifferent now i don't know i bet i don't know part of me thinks that he's Chris is just doing it to prove a point that he can sell out theaters playing Crow songs without his brother and without Steve on drums. Yeah. And, um, and fuck everybody else. Cause then he can make the cut that he wants to make and he doesn't want Steve to make. <laughs> well, right. Yeah. All the other guys are hired hands. You know what I mean? The, I would assume most of the money is going to Chris. I would guess. Yeah. I, I would think that's the case. Um, yeah, you know, uh, Marcus King, I guess, gets to branch out a little bit, I suppose. Um, now, well, you, have you guys watched any of the YouTube? Let's talk about the performances themselves. I mean, well, yeah, and before, like before we really dive into that, I no fault of Marcus King's man. If I was Marcus King and Chris Robinson called me and said, "Do you want to play guitar?" I would be there tomorrow or whatever. Oh yeah, just for the experience of it all. Sure, you know? sure. Yeah, I would. You know, take take the whole brother sibling rivalry. You know band fighting thing with a grain of salt it, it's got to be an amazing experience for that for that young guy you know sure yeah no i think it only probably helps him hone his chops even more you know um if he even needed it to begin with um but i i heard a, a few of the tunes i haven't like listened to a whole show or anything but you know there's there's clips all over youtube and um yeah, you know, there. It seems like they're a little. There's a little bit more of a learned as you go thing. I, I think, um, and granted, I, let me preface this: I'm not a musician. I, I think the drummer struggles a little bit. It's the guy from Chris's band, Tony Leone, I think is his name. Well, yeah, yeah um, is uh, is a hard rock drummer, or you know, of a a big classic rock band type of a sound drummer, right? Right. Where so, right. Steve, Steve is unmistakable. I mean, his yeah, drum sound. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, there's Steve and there's not Steve. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. And you know, I, I've always had a little bit of ambivalence around Adam McDougall's playing. Anyway, obviously, the dude always had big shoes to feel fill, and I I liked his playing on the songs that he recorded with the Crows. Like, I think he does a really good job there. You know, all the tunes on uh, what Before the Frost and Before War the Pain. Frost. But, like, for me, it's always been, like, with him and Amorica stuff, forget it. You know, like, it's just, it, it just doesn't sound right to me. He sounded uh, really that, high in the mix um, to some of the live stuff that I, I was listening to on YouTube. Oh, of the As the Crow Flies stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and Marcus King seems kind of not up enough in the mix, too. Th- yeah, that was my impression. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And these are all audience videos, though, right? So They are. Uh, I was actually watching a pro shot. Oh wow! Uh, but okay. may, maybe it was like a front of house or back of house mix I was listening to. That was in. Yeah. If you guys go, if you guys go to theblackcrows.net, um, somebody a uh, Woodrow is his handle. A long time, like he goes back like twenty years. You know, basically like even pre blackcrows.net, the old original Black Crows message board from the late nineties, uh, mid nineties, even. Um, he he posted a pretty honest review of the show. Of, of one of the shows. I think it was the one from Birmingham uh, earlier, like last week. And it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, he, he gives it a pretty, a, a fair shake, but also with, with, with some criticism too. So I, I recommend reading it. It's pretty good. Pretty, pretty yeah. Good and I don't know if I was, um, if, if I, if I was just extra sensitive to it, but hearing Chris sing it, sing those songs without, you know, his brother next to him, it sounded yeah. different. It sounded it like he was commanding the room more, which I mean mm-hmm. that dude always is always going to command the, any room he walks into, but it's sure. it's it it feels different when, you know, he's he's got his brother next to him. Uh Ooh, yeah. so when he was singing during the As the Crow Flies, it 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 felt different. It felt like he had to um command it, it felt, all the more. Well, I was going to say it felt like he he had to be bigger, you know what I mean? He yeah. had to yeah. perform bigger to help fill the loss of that yeah. that sibling next to him. I yeah. agree with right. that song. Right. Um, yeah, it's it's a tough call because I just I, I don't want this B side to come off as us all hating on on the crow flies, but it's just no, tough. No. It's just tough because, you know, we're all longtime Black Crows fans and it, you know, there are people who are opposite us. There are people who are like diehard Camp Chris fans, you know, Northern California sure. unicorn land wizards or whatever they call themselves, <laughs> man. But um, I, I just hate to see them fighting and I hate that it makes it to where we kind of have to choose. And then I hate it to where yeah. we, we have to pit guitarists against each other. No, right. No. I, I mean, I, yeah. I guess the, the solution would be, you know, enjoy both of them for what they are, I guess. Right. You've, you've got you've got two bands playing some of our band, our, our favorite band's music right now, you know? Um, and I, I wanted say, to. It, yeah. I, you know, I, and I, I wanted to be converted when you yeah. sent that set list on Monday. I wanted to be yeah. excited about it. And then when I right. saw it, I thought, oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just another reason to be disappointed in Chris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Uh, yeah, you know he's still, um, uh, you know he's still a captivating presence. You know, I mean he always will be. Um, oh, and he, he's 
he sounds good vocally. Sure, you know? yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, you know, he and seems he healthy, will, you know? so yeah. that's good. Yeah. yeah, and 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 like Levi said, you know, I don't want this to turn into like a an as the crow flies bashing episode. If you're going to those shows, like have fun. Like, I mean, seriously, like enjoy it. Um, uh, but. It's uh, it's just something that uh, I don't know. I just we, yeah, we can't help but about. to try to interpret it in, in the full context of everything and sure. from from yeah, the jabs yeah. that Chris has made about you know Crow's cover bands and and yeah, uh, you know yeah. to him you know asking Steve to take a pay cut you you're just automatically skeptical of him. But I'm always ready to be one back, and I would immediately drop everything to go to a reunion tour show oh yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely yeah i i shit I, I, I still hope that happens you know um I, i'm gonna i'll call it right here on tonight's episode black crows reunion cruise 2025 bahamas <laughs> we're gonna have everybody on the fucking ship mark's gonna be there oddly's gonna be there it'll be like family style reunion it'll be greg arzab greg arzab will be there yeah we'll pull jeff yeah, cease man. out of eric church's band and get him there and, uh... oh yeah he is in that good for him yeah yeah right. jeff, jeff cease is eric... oh yeah i'm sure it's a great gig yeah, yeah. Oddly, oddly is uh, Cheryl Crow's touring guitarist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah, cool. Oh, uh, um, and, and it's like you know. Also, were you guys thinking like when you saw the As the Crow Flies, you're like, "Well, I'm rooting for Oddly." You know what I mean? That was like one of my thoughts as well. <laughs> I, 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 what's that? Yeah. As, as soon as it was announced, I was like, "Man, I hope that guy's buying a box of perm because I'm looking forward to seeing him." Yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll always have a soft soft spot for Oddly. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the little, the little short, tight, curly perm thing he had going. That yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a god. He's he's like he's like like Luke Longley tall too, man. Like he's <laughs> he's. So, but you guys didn't think you'd hear a Luke Longley reference. Right? Um, he's Australian yeah, no, he's, tall. Everyone he's, under twenty years old is like, who the fuck's Luke Longley? Right, right. <laughs> he's a yeah, world champion. Yeah, That's who he I, is. I, I, I can't help but I can't help but be disappointed. You know, I, I like Jonathan said. I, I wanted to, if if they just like unveiled like this really awesome set list um and like hell you know even take the magpie approach and try some try some marcus king tunes out or some chris tunes you know like whatever you know cool um but that doesn't really seem like what this is about and uh they've got i think about two weeks left of shows three weeks left of shows and i i don't get the impression that's probably going to change. I'm wondering if by, you know, maybe the last week of the tour, if they'll like pro shoot something for a DVD release or, you know, like, I don't a, know. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. If, be if, interesting. Probably, probably. I mean, it just to stream something. Uh, yeah. 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 I just, uh, I, I, I don't understand you know why you know chris will say something like you know i I think southern harmony is is easily our you know our best record and it's our most solid record um and and then he'll uh you know and it it really it's probably what their most straightforward record you think uh i would say shake your money maker after shake your money maker yeah yeah um and and then he'll, uh, you know, he, he, okay, so I, I was reading an interview, and uh, he was talking about 91, 92, and, okay. and how, 
being in that scene and and how dour the 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 Seattle scene was. And while he respected Kurt Cobain and Nirvana, he just couldn't get behind it because it was really um, you know just just too dour. But at the same time, he was like propping themselves up for being out there and like bringing all this blues influence to this otherwise rock heavy world. And and it's like, well, what's <laughs> you thought the blues was the blues? Then you you know you met Kurt Cobain, and that's that's fucking blues, man. Right. right. <laughs> it's it's yeah. like just like no white boy blues, you know, right? From, right. From Georgia. <laughs> yeah. And 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 I just can't help but think of all the hypocrisy, like you know, one thing coming out of one side of the mouth, and another thing coming out of the other side of the mouth, and. And later, in the, and and, um, and that's been going on with that guy for over twenty. No doubt, years. no doubt. Yeah, and and he, you know, he he calls. Uh, uh, he, he says a Pearl Jam that they were, um, uh, that they were destined to become who they were, and uh, that uh, they were super safe corporate kind of rock band. So he's still on that thing. Like, Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, still called you know Pearl Jam was just like. You know, they're, they're corporate rock. Yeah. yeah, they were just Got turned it, out by uh, by Epic. Epic just like formed Pearl Jam and and had them you know make all these records without any problems whatsoever that they had to overcome. And uh, you know, I, I, I said this the other day to somebody I was texting something like other fans. He's become I, I listening to interviews lately with him has just been insufferable. It used to be funny, you know, and kind of like oh yeah, he's a smart ass, you know. He's he's basically the granola Gene Simmons now is what he is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's 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 what listening to an interview with that guy is like. He's always gave good copy. He, you know what I mean? If you're a reporter and you were looking for a juicy quote, he usually is not. You know, he's willing to dish you up one. Yeah, it's just it's so it's so many like unprovoked attacks. You know, yeah. it's like just, okay. just 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 be you, dude. You know what I mean? Like right. Right. Don't 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 worry about everybody else. Just just be you. And I I just you know when he talks in interviews, it's just it's like he's just on like this cosmic wavelength that nobody else is on. You know, like yeah, you know, this, yeah. And and it's like just fucking just he thinks he's like the realest cat, you know, out there. And just just, just yeah. yeah. Oh, and then. You know, later in this in this interview, he's he's talking about you know the the upcoming tour, and he's like, "Well, I'm I'm not going to tell you everything though. I'm not going to give it away, man. I'm still a capitalist somewhere in here. I'm just kidding." <laughs> it's like, no, fucker, you are you are very much a capitalist. Don't try to pass yourself off, right? right. <laughs> as, as this just totally crunchy free free love uh, kind of guy. Just ask Steve Gorman about that, <laughs> right? Right. That's what, like, I saw Rich said that in an interview, you know, he acts like he's this, you know, this real hippy-dippy fucker, and turns out, you know, he's just, just wants to get paid like everybody else. Which is, Which is fine. Which is fine. Absolutely. Fuck, we all want to get paid, you know, like, like everybody does. Try to bullshit us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, don't bullshit us, put out a quality product, and just like, just like we said, just do you. Like he he harkens back into a time in like the '60s when it was like all these traveling bands, roadside bands, like the Hawks, the band, you know, mm-hmm. the 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 band. Like they, 
you know, you're playing all these dates every night and all these clubs and bars, and it's my band's better than your band, and my band can kick your band's ass. Right. And it's like this whole, like, old-school mentality that he has. Yeah, it's and nobody just, else is playing, though, and that's what sounds. That's no, what makes yeah, it sound so right, stupid, right, is that, like, right. nobody's yeah, talking yeah, about nobody, him. Nobody, yeah, nobody hardly does that anymore. Yeah, it's like, it's like him and Billy Corrigan are the people that do that still. Yeah. So he's like Ty Cobb, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll go at your throat with the spikes, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, whoa, Chris, it's not that kind of game anymore. <laughs> You know, it, on, to to go more optimistic, I don't know about you guys. I am genuinely excited about this Bagpie Salute record, though. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm very, very excited. Obviously, I'm a, I'm a fan. I, I saw him live, and it fucking it, it knocked me out. I, I the vibe was the vibe was great. Everything. Yeah. What's that? The Red show was excellent. Yeah, it was. Yeah. A good time. I'm like. Little, yeah. Go ahead. It was a little cold, but like the crowd was still super into it, and uh, yeah. You know the setlist was nice and it sounded good. I think John John Hoag sounds great too, mm-hmm. and he's putting his own spin on things. and And now they're going to have you know their own batch of tunes to play. And they were you know they were playing Rich's solo stuff and Mark's solo stuff, which is really strong too. Um, somebody said like the other day, like you know, because like now it's like Rich is like posting photos of Mark on Instagram. Like that's my guitar brother. And like one of the comments was like, I really hope this Rich Mark love fest continues forever. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I so feel the same way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if, I know. I'm like, if those two guys are happy, um, because <laughs> that's all I wanted. I wanted those guys to play yeah. again. You know? The world feels like it's it's got a chance when those two guys are in the same band. Yeah. <laughs> here, and, here. And the crows the crows are not Chris Robinson for me. You know what I mean? Like they're they're he's an integral part, but um you know Mitch, Rich and Mark are, are are just as important to me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It'd so be great I, to have Steve in there too, but I understand. Yeah, Steve's got absolutely. a gig. Steve's got a more no. stable, less drama-filled gig. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, pain. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. just I mean, Start saving now for the 2025 cruise. Tickets yeah. are going to be expensive. You know, uh, um, without Ed, too, I, we'll never have a true reunion. My right. Opinion. Right. Sadly. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh. super sad, for sure. Yeah. 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 Oh. Okay. Like, bonus question. Uh, pop quiz. Uh, who, who would you have play? If, if Adam McDougal's not playing the Crows reunion cruise, who, who so would like, you have so I can in, just pick. In, I can just pick anybody. Any piano player, keyboard player. Steve Winwood. Fuck it. Steve Winwood. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yes, they did the like encore, low, low spark encore. Let's do it. All uh, right. I go for empty pages. Uh. Um, uh, something. I, new. I don't know. Chuck Lavelle. I don't work. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna probably be my pick, man. Um, I would like Chuck Yell. Um. Yeah, it's a tough call. I, like, not along the same lines, you could probably throw Hornsby in there. That guy seems like he could play with almost anybody, you know? I don't want him to get too deadheady. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. It gets Chris to do the cruise. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I'm working let's, on let's... stuff. I'm going to start a promotions company and get this done. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear. 
<laughs> I don't want a, 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 a 20 minute, um, that's just the way it is, Levi, all right? <laughs> okay, come on now. Well, like, uh, you know, we get a 20 minute, you know, go tell the congregation. That would make you happy. <laughs> how about yeah. um, how about the dude from my morning jacket, Bo Coster? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah throw a little bit different vibe in there. Yeah. yeah, he'd work on the organ. I don't know about, like, like uh, I'd be curious to see how he play like, piano-driven tunes. Oh, like, yeah, I haven't thought this out at all. Organ. It could be a disaster, yeah, right. but just right. throw it out there. <laughs> I just, I'm going for a big gun. I'm going with Stevie, just yeah. right. Let's, just, let's, just, let's, make, let's make this count, all right? <laughs> yeah, I want to hear... I want to hear... Uh, Fuck, I hope Steve makes it. It's another What's, fucking... That's another seven years. I hope Steve makes it. God oh, bless. What? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, yeah, he looks looks healthy. He keeps it know. moving. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's probably, you know, probably, you know, drinking the almond milk and what have you. You know, with the this band, man, traffic. They, you know, they've got just as crazy ups and oh, downs as yeah. the Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um. Well, shit, man. I, uh, I I also want to tell everybody um, there's this article as well, which maybe we could talk about it like on social media. Uh, Jonathan mentioned this interview with Chris, which is from AL.com, which is like an Alabama newspaper site, I think. Um, somebody, a, a longtime Crows fan that writes for them, ranked all of their studio work. So we're looking at about 115 tunes here, or 125 tunes um, it's a fun. We'll 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 share the link. It's uh, it's a fun um, view that I'm I'm. I, it's a it's a fun read that I'm sure will spark some debate among fans. It already has among us. Yeah, um, everybody's opinion out there. What they yeah. think. Oh my god! I just looked at descending as number forty. Are you oh. kidding me, dude? Are you kidding me? Anyway, maybe we should have this guy on the show sometime. Maybe we should. Right? Yeah, <laughs> ask him, ask him to uh, to justify these in more than a sentence. I was gonna right. say you're gonna have to hook up a lie detector to him or something. And be like, did you really read descending forty? <laughs> yeah, I was I, I I was with him on a few, and I I think he he describes a few of the tunes pretty accurately, which I like. Um, but yeah, once he gets to his top ten, it's. It's basically what As the Crows fought, like Jonathan mentioned. It's as what As the Crows flies playing, you know. It's like the Nielsen sound scan of all the Crows singles. Basically. Yeah. Which, by the way, too, I okay. Maybe this is an unnecessary dig. I think As the Crow Flies is a shitty, unimaginative. It's name awful too. Yeah. <laughs> I too. I mean, it took me like a couple of days before I even realized Magpie Salute was kind of a uh, was an homage to to the Crows yeah. in a way. Uh, but as the crow flies is a little heavy-handed, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, yeah. At this point, you could probably just call it not the Black Crows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I fuck I, you know, it's good. It's good to see Audley again. Let's let's just all just. Yep. Well, that's how. That's, that's my thoughts on it. Yeah. Oh, oh but yeah. anyway. So, well, so I'm, I'm glad they're all out there still making music. It's on a positive you know? note. Yeah, yeah, and on a positive note. Well, I, I agree. One thing I was going to mention before we end the night, um, you know, the, they've always had kind of 
a knack for doing side projects. It's just weird that now, because we talked before the episode about like Foam Foot and Sweet Pickle Salad was right. like Chris and Mark and some other people. Yeah. And um, it's just a shame that now it's like side projects under, under animosity. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, but yeah, as you said, it's good to see Oddly. So that's uh, that's the plus out of it. It would be awesome to see like a three guitar attack band of like Oddly Mark and like I, I'm not I don't want to cut out Rich, but like Craig Ross because aren't they all buddies? Kind of. I know Craig and Mark are. Yeah, uh, I don't know if Oddly. That'd yeah. be a pretty insane rock guitar band. Yeah, there. Craig Craig Ross rips. He was, in my opinion, he was always. Uh, like, like not allowed in Lenny Kravitz to do as much as he could. You know what I mean? Like, I always felt like if you hear him like jam with Mark or something like that, it'll blow you out of the water. And and no, no, and, yeah. and no, I, I, yeah, that, go ahead. the guy made one of the most iconic. I would say it's probably like it's in my top one or two or three of the greatest guitar solos of the '90s. It's the one of the most. As soon as you hear it, it's. Are you gonna go my way? You know. Oh I'm yeah, talking? he rips that one. Yeah. And, and solo is one of the most iconic solos of the '90s. It's it's like a like a no yeah. rain in my book almost. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not to say like I um I don't think uh, like like I I like Lenny Kravitz's like you know those first three or four records of his. Everything after "Are You Gonna Go My Way" I think is kind of you know kind of indifferent to, or I think some of it's even kind of weak. Oh yeah, the, but um. The, the, Couple early records, man. Are yeah, yeah. Mama good. said's great. Yeah, um, yeah. And are you gonna go my way? Is a good record too. Uh, everybody, go listen to that guitar solo. Yeah, I will not fly away though. Right? No, no. God no. Uh, yeah, none of that. I'll have none of that. Um, totally funny side story. That song came out, and we were in radio. We had broadcasting class in the afternoons for vocational. Yeah, and um. My buddy Pat and Dan got a hold of the copy of that song, and they locked the door to the radio room and just kept playing it over and over and over. <laughs> and so, like, after 35, 40 minutes of this, they come out, and, like, kids in the class are like, because it's still playing. They still have it on the air. And the kids are like, didn't you guys play this song already? They're like, no. And, like, the teacher didn't notice it or anything. So, like, in Springfield, Illinois, when that song dropped, it was, like, on the air constantly for, like, an hour. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, go to your nearest Lowe's to hear it again. <laughs> <laughs> I was right. going to say Applebee's. Uh, right, right, after, right after Santana's Smooth, which I think also came out that year. Yeah, that was a record, man. It's like doctor's offices, Lowe's, chain restaurants. Santana's got to be making some money off that thing. Oh, I yeah, I think I think he made more money off that record than he made like the previous thirty years of making music. Yeah, yeah, yeah good for him. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah good stuff guys cool well yeah well i want to remind everybody uh you can follow us on the instagram and the twitter at rock in chew that's in as in nebuchadnezzar which i haven't seen where that's on that list but i hope it's high um and uh, also you can find all of our previous episodes at rock including the first black crows b-side uh at rock 
And, uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing everybody next time. Uh, hope if you're going to see the Magpie Salute or As the Crow Flies, even. We hope you have a good time and enjoy the tunes. And please keep listening to Rock and Roll Shinsu Chu. We'll see everybody later. Peace. Good night.